podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. Twisted Blue LLC presents Brutal Nation, a podcast dedicated to lesser-known serial killers, acts of crime, and torture. My name is Scott Alexander, and right across from me is Miss Tammy Underwood. Say hi, Tam. Hi, everybody. All right, so today I got one that's pretty special. I'm, I'm waiting. I, I see you I'm over there waiting. with bated breath wondering who well, I found be- for our killer couple. Yeah, only because you've kind of been hinting at it a little bit, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to share this one with you. Now, Okay, so while this one here didn't rude me out as much as uh, the Toy Box Killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still rooted me out pretty You know, good. it's really weird how I keep, you know, because you actually picked this one up yourself. I did. Yeah, because I gave you Toy Box because I was like, I can't do this one. So maybe here in the States, it's a less, these are less known serial killers. Right, because I've never heard of them. Right. You told me their names. Uh, but in Canada especially on the East Coast of Canada, they made a huge impact. Okay, so maybe the East Coast of the U.S. knows more about them, too, because, you know, that area. It could be. So I've got for everybody today, for Killer Couple. Let's hear it. Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka. That's my Killer Couple. And I got an opening quote for everybody. It goes, she asked for my love and I gave her a dangerous mind. And that's from the late, great David Bowie. Wow. See, now you're setting a stage. I am. I mean... 100%. The lights have dimmed. The curtain's risen. I'm waiting. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bated breath. One of the sickest series of crimes, as well as an injustice that has gone down in Canadian history, as well as a black mark on their country. Wow. Um, After researching this killer couple, I learned that the entire country of Canada was appalled by what happened to these two. So let's jump in. Okay. Let's see why. Yeah. <clears throat> It'll all play out. Sorry, no, freaking I'm... allergies are killing me. Still, I can't wait until well, everything freezes yeah, over and dies. Yeah, they say this fire season's going to be bad too again. Yeah, that's what they were saying. So, Paul Bernardo was born August twenty seventh of nineteen sixty four in Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. That's the eastern part right. of Canada. Right. Um. Uh. He also operated under the name of Paul Jason Teal, and we'll get to that. Okay. Um. As he was dubbed the Scarborough Rapist. And schoolgirl killer. Wow. Oh, yeah. Is that before he got with her? Mm, part of it. Okay. No, because uh, I'm trying to, you know, mm-hmm. in my head. His wife, Carla, uh, was born Carla Leanne Homolka, and she used the alias Leanne Teal, and she was born May 4th of 1970. And I'm probably going to mess the name of this city up. So, probably. Canada, Ontario, please don't be upset at me. Mrs. Alga, M I S S I S S A U G A, Miss Alga, Miss Alga. Mm, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'm probably butchering. Uh, that's in Ontario, Canada. Her other aliases that she used were Leanne Bordellis and Emily Bordellis. Now you're probably wondering where that came from. That's from her current husband. That's oh. right, a serial killer with a current. Husband. Now but I'm, you're, you're, you're going to find out why. Know, you're going right? to find out why. Don't worry. No, I mean, because my mind goes everywhere. So Paul's early life, Paul's father, Kenneth, fondled a little girl and was convicted of child molestation in 1975. Okay. So that already sets the scene for So sex his abuse. dad's a child molester. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, he also sexually abused Paul's sister as well. And so 
he's a kid. This is all going down. And because of all this, his mom withdraws from family life and starts just living out her life in the basement. Kind of really separate from the family. Sounds like she might have had a mental break or like a nervous breakdown or something. And that's what I'm thinking because I know that like, you know, in, in a lot of the things that we research, I try to put myself in their shoes. Right. Exactly. Me too. And I would think, you know, given the year that the kids were born, they... That was late, mid-60s, early 70s. Right. Yeah. So the parents probably came from a time where people just didn't get divorced. or And they didn't talk about things like that. Right. I mean, it was yeah. one of those things like that. We know that, you know, dad's yeah, sexually dad's, abusing yeah, dad's the sister. Yeah, dad's in the bedroom and, playing with the sister, but we don't talk about that. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, so they, at, at the time... Uh, they live. They still did. They live in Scarborough, Ontario, uh, and from what I understand, it's a suburb of Toronto, Canada. Okay. <clears throat> in the book *Lethal Marriage* by Nick Prone, P-R-O-N, uh, Paul's described as a happy boy who smiled a lot, <clears throat> and he had these cute dimples and really good looks and wow. a very sweet smile. Um, he was a perfect child. I mean, he was always polite to everybody and well-mannered, did really good in school, and, quote, looked really cute in his Boy Scout uniform. So we're, we're talking like what we, could, what we would really consider like the all-American kid if he was here in America. Yeah, but it, and it doesn't say anything about him being withdrawn from other students or anything like that. Right. It doesn't, you know, he wasn't shy. It doesn't say anything about him being shy or, or kind of like, I'm afraid of him. Or alone. Yeah. yeah, nothing like huh. that. This is a guy who's out there. He gets along with everybody. You know, he's okay. just, he's a normal, like I said, if he, if they lived here in America, it'd be, the, this is the all-American guy. Yeah. You know, but in Canada. So wow. I guess the all-Canadian guy? <clears throat> okay. That's a bad <laughs> well, because they're not in America. Yeah. That's why. Eh? <laughs> um, under that sweet facade, however, Paul had developed a dark sexual set of fantasies. Um, he enjoyed humiliating women in public and beating the women that he dated. Wow. Uh, and when Paul was 16, his mother told him that he was conceived when she had an extramarital affair. And Paul was disgusted. And he began to actually openly insult her. Okay. Now, bear with me, boys and girls, because I smoke. And I'm smoking a cigarette while we're doing He this. is very much so. Damaging <laughs> really good mics. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I think this, uh, this contributed a lot to his abusive right. women. Because, you know, his mom is sitting there pretty well saying... You're a bastard child. I went out, I had yeah. an affair, and boom, I had you. And then now he's looking at this mother figure as a slut, and you know what I mean? Right, because he's so openly insulting her. Yeah. I mean, because she, she totally like knocked herself off that, you know, that pedestal of somebody to look up to. You know what right. I mean? Like, I had an affair. You're the product of that affair, so I wasn't that great, you know? So, exactly. Yeah. And I feel this was uh, him trying to get some kind of catharsis um, from what his mom, mom told him. Yeah. You know, and I'm talking like the beating and the and oh, yeah. raping and, and being violent. Um, I think that contributed a lot to it. <clears throat> yeah. It almost sounds like, and I hate being bringing this up because I researched one that it kind of plays into too, the Madonna whore complex. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very so, much so. Yeah. Okay. So Paul is well-educated, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, he attended Sir Wilford Lu trying to pronounce the damn name i think it's laurier laurier l-a-u-r-i-e-r yeah laurier yeah well apparently I can't. or something like that something yeah. like that um collegiate institute 
and then he later went on to the University of Toronto, Scarborough in 1982. Wow. Um, So he he was educated. Right. And then he went to work for Amway. Oh, wow. Now, keep in, time, keep in mind, we're talking the 80s, so Amway is really big. It is, and that's like one of the biggest pyramid scams out, you know, like multi-level marketing right. companies out there. And so it takes a lot to really work for them for a while. Right, exactly. You have to um, be very energetic. Exactly. Um, he bought all the books and tapes from motivational speakers on how to get rich. I mean, because he he's really working Amway. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's busting He's like working his, the program. But, oh, yeah. Um, all the books, all the tapes, everything, just, you know trying to make his way so part of this goes like this paul and his friends used to practice picking up women um at bars okay which hey i was young once i'm old oh, as crap yeah. now you know we all develop our little ninja skills you, on how you to pick do. up chicks you all develop those little like tweaks and you know oh hell yeah and for the most part they were pretty successful at it okay so we're talking successful you know guys who are making a living Right. You know, they're going out in bars. You know, this is normal stuff for anybody in their yeah, clubs. Yeah, exactly. Very normal. I'm not hearing anything weird yet. No, nothing Except weird for, yet. Except for, you know, him insulting his mom, but... Yeah, even that's not so weird. I mean... No, it's not. When when you kind of lose respect for somebody, that's what happens. That's what you do. Right. And I didn't see what the context of that was, like how it was presented either. Because there's several ways it could have gone. It could have been the mom went, you know, hey, Paul, sit down. Look, I got a confession. Right. You're... Actually, you know, it, it may have been that he was, you know, feeling bad about what his dad had done. and said, don't feel too bad about your dad because you're not actually his kid. I could had, you know, or it could have been like, you know what? You're a piece of crap. Yeah. And da da da. So we, we don't. I, yeah. I, we don't know how it was presented. Yeah. yeah. And presentation is everything on, on how oh, it's yeah, totally. uh, absorbed and conceived. Mm-hmm. Let me get a drink of my coffee. Then we're going to get into some good stuff. Okay. I'm waiting. The only podcast people that smoke and drink and all kinds of shit while we're doing this, right? No, we're probably not, but, you know. Well, drinking coffee at least. So, in October of 1987, he met Carlin Homolka. uh, And from the start, they were very sexually attracted to each other. And this was unlike any woman he'd ever known. So, like a love at first sight. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they're just going at me. Like I said, there's a lot of sexual tension between them and passion. But part of it was because Carlin encouraged his sadistic sexual behaviors oh wow yeah and paul was interested in american psycho the book by brett easton uh and he read it like it, it was his bible okay now if you've never I seen don't the think movie I've ever, no i don't think i have not that one so it's been a while since i've seen american psycho but let me give you a brief synopsis okay, of what one. i can remember um the main character and if i knew the actor's name i would say it um He's an American psycho. Like he tracks down one of his coworkers because he had a better business card, oh, and then wow. murdered him. And he would get women up to his apartment and and murder them and make them do weird sex acts and and just all kinds of weird stuff. If you wow. get a chance, watch I'll have it. to watch it now. Yeah, and then you'll 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 totally understand um, what's Paul. going on with that <laughs> with with Paul and what what he believed in. That was his deal, you know. So. Let's get into what's called the Scarborough Rapist. Okay. So this point here is just raping. Okay. Which uh, I, I know that sounds like I'm no, minimizing but it. We've, but we've, de- we've said this before. I mean, because it's like it's a progression of things. So it's not that it's, you know, we're not trying to say, oh, it's just rape. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's just rape. Right. Well, what we've noticed with any serial killers that uh, both you and I have researched right. is that very few of them. Climax right from the fr- from the start, and what I mean by that is like um, 
they're not killing, let's say, 10, 10 women a week no, from no, day one. No, there's a progression, and it, it's it's called the evolution uh-huh. of something. I can't remember. I was remember just trying to remember text. it, too. You said yeah. it, it was there, and then it left me. But you're right. You know, it, it starts off with, um, well, like when we're talking people that are, about people that are like sociopathic. Right, exactly. Um, it starts off with uh, with hurting smaller children than them. And yeah, and pets, animals. animals. Yes. Um, things like that. And then it, right. it progresses, and it right. progresses, and it progresses even further. Right. And sometimes it even starts as little as bedwetting, chronic bedwetting. Right. And hiding it and, you know, that kind of thing. Because kids wet their bed. Oh, yeah. You know, but it's the hiding of I that I know some process. adults that do that. We don't need to know about your life. <laughs> Anyways, no, but it's the whole process of they wet the bed, they hide it. Right. You know, that kind of thing. It's not like, you know. Right, exactly. And we're not saying that people who do that are psychopathic no, or, any, but or it's, sociopathic. No, it's a progression of things. But it's, it's like it's a that's where it starts you know? and then, there, you know, progresses into other stuff. Exactly. So. The Scarborough Rapist. Okay. Paul committed several sexual assaults on women, <clears throat> and his viciousness escalated uh, in and around Scarborough, where okay. he was living. He attacked most of his victims after stalking them as they got off the bus late in the evening. So okay. here, here's women. They're coming back from maybe a friend's house. They're coming back from work, and it's late at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, uh, you just want to go home. Yeah, pretty and much. And you're by yourself, and he's stalking you. Yeah, his prime hunting grounds. Then. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so these aren't crimes of passion. Like all of a sudden, oh, no. he's like manic and does it. He's thinking this shit oh, out. Oh, yeah. It's very thought out methodical. So one specific attack uh, that deserves a mention was on September 29th of 1987. And Paul attempted to rape a 15-year-old girl in her own bedroom. Holy shit. Yeah. So he entered her. He gets into her bedroom, right? Um, and I think it was through a window, uh, I, I would assume, because right. houses are generally locked, right? Um, jumped on her back, put his hand over her mouth, and threatened her with a knife. The saving grace was that he ran off when the victim's mom came into the room and screamed. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was picturing that whole Elizabeth Smart case. Remember ooh, how yeah. the, her kidnapper... Like snuck into her room and held a knife to her throat and said he'd kill her sister, right? And everything. That's what I was picturing in my head, and it's just well, this one takes an even darker turn. Okay, there was a 19-year-old boy that was convicted of the crime, and his name was Anthony uh, Hensmeyer, H-A-N-E-M-A-A-Y-R, and he served 16 months in prison, but he was exonerated uh, after Paul confessed to confessed to the crime. In 2006, so he'd already done his time, right? And I think so. He'd already done his time, got out, was on probation or whatever, and has the stigma of being this rapist, right? Even though he knows he's not, he's not the rapist. Um, Wow! You know, everybody's looking at him. You know, you pull a criminal background check, and you're like, oh, you're a rapist. Okay. I mean, everybody who gets in trouble says it wasn't me. Exactly. Exactly. What's that saying? The prisons are full of innocent people. Oh yeah, totally. You know. So I think it's that that's a matter of a, a little it's just a little too late. Yeah. You know. Too little too late, buddy. Yeah. That's it. Uh the teenage boy served time for something he didn't even do. And I'm I'm sure that 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 had a major negative impact on his life. Oh, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it totally did. So, there's a whole list of rapes that I found um and we can list those on the website. Yeah. 
But I don't want to have to go through. No, n- it'll take too long. 19 rapes and attempts. Holy shit. Yeah. And that, uh, and that was at the time, okay? And Paul was questioned about the rapes. So what's the time frame of those 19, does it say? Um, it did, but I didn't write down. But oh, we're okay. talking in the 80s up until the, the 90s. Okay, so it was like several years then. Right. It's okay. over the course of several okay. years because it, they start happening more frequently. Right. So the cops are catching on. Um, and like I said, Paul was questioned about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he's you know, he's Mr. a smooth talker. Yeah, he's a smooth talker, man. Yeah. We're not talking somebody who's getting all shady and shifty and no. kind of jerky. Going, oh no, it wasn't me. This dude knew his shit. Oh yeah, you know, smooth talker. Well, he'd taken well all those educated. classes and well educated himself on public speaking, and you know, exactly. You can't sell Amway if you're not a good yeah. public speaker. How not to be nervous and shit. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so he gets questioned. They say, ah, you can't be him. You're not a suspect. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So let's fast forward a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is when he becomes the schoolgirl killer. This is okay. when he's going to start murdering. Wow. In the summer of 1990. And this was according to Carla, by the way, Paul had become attracted to her sister and her sister's name was coincidentally Tammy. Hmm. Yeah. Scary, but okay. Feel safe now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Let's go with that. So, Paul had become obsessed with Tammy, and uh, he was engaged to Carla at the time. And, uh, and I, I want to point out, Carla's family really liked Paul a lot. He spent a lot of time with them, you know, went there for Christmases, holidays. Very charming. So, yeah, and, you know, and, and, and he's, he's engaged to their daughter. Right. You know, this is the perfect person for our daughter. You know, let's all hang out. Yeah. At the time, though, they didn't know he had lost his job. He was an accountant. Oh, okay. So what he was doing to make money is he was smuggling cigarettes across the border into the U.S. Okay. From Canada. Um, and Carl's family had no idea about that. Okay. Um, so he would peer through uh, Tammy's window and w- would even enter her room while she was sleeping and masturbate. Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm getting the chills. That's just, oh. Oh, That's you like my wait. biggest fear. Waking up to somebody standing over me. So, you, you ready for it to get even creepier? Okay, go. Okay, so this is Carla's sister, right? Right. Carla helped Paul getting into Tammy's room by breaking a window so he could get in. Oh, my goodness, no. Uh-huh. But then you'd already said how she fed his dark fantasies. So. Oh, very much so. Yeah, so it's not really surprising, but holy shit. Yeah. Now, according to Carla, um, the next thing that happened was so that she could minimize... The damage. Okay. We're going to get to that. So, uh, in July of that year, and this is this part here is actually according to Paul, they uh, they served Carla's sister Tammy a spaghetti dinner laced with Valium. Uh, and that was stolen from Carla's job. And we'll get to her job in just a moment. Uh, and Paul began to rape Tammy. But after wow. about a minute, Tammy started to wake up. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that's all done, right? Yeah. Okay, so later on... Carla stole a uh, drug called halothene, halothene, and okay. that's, uh, it's a strong anesthetic, and uh, at the time, she was working at a veterinary hospital, Okay. Uh, Martindale Vet- Veterinary Clinic, and keep in mind, Tammy was only 15 years old. Right. So, this is where it starts getting a little sick. On December 23rd of 1990, after Carla's family Christmas party... So, you know, her and Paul throw a big Christmas party for the family. 
uh, Paul and Paul and Carla drug Tammy again. Holy shit! Uh, but and this time here they used the halothane. Yeah, which and, is stronger. Oh yeah. So yeah. at that point there, both Paul and Carla raped her oh my while her parents were sleeping upstairs. So they they take Tammy down to the basement. Holy no! And that's where she's knocked out. They remove her clothes and they both raped her. Holy no. Shit, no. Now, how do we know it was both of them? Because they videotaped themselves doing it. Of course they did. But nobody's going to find the videotapes yet. Okay. Okay, so I just want everybody to keep that in the back of their mind. Yeah, of course they did, though. That's just so fucking gross. Yeah. So the really messed up part is that Tammy later choked on her own vomit and died before they can call, before they called 911. You know, uh, and it says that she had a chemical burn on her face. Tammy did. Okay. Okay. And uh, so they call 911. Okay. And paramedics, police, everybody show up. And her death was ruled accidental. All right. Because she had been drinking. Right. And that must have been how she died. Okay. So she was drinking. They're saying she was drinking at the Christmas party. That's, yeah. That's okay. the what I believe that I read was that uh, because she was known to go out and party. And okay. Being, so being so no autopsy was done then? Probably not. Okay. That's, I mean, because that's what I'm wondering. It's like, okay. It's like, but if she's been known to be a wild child too. Right. Then, you know, I can see that now. Right. And I'm not sure if I put this in here. And if I did, then I'll skip it when I get it. But, uh, you know, there was even accounts of uh, Paul taking Tammy across the border to pick up things like booze and drugs and things like that. To the point that at one point he had told Carla, well, we kind of fell asleep. Oh. And stayed the night and then came back the next day. So there's a whole weird thing going on So maybe they had a little weird thing going on. Maybe, But but maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. So I hate it when there's always so many questions. Oh, no kidding, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> ah, there we go. Aha. So, early on the morning of June 15th in 1991, Paul takes a detour through Burlington, uh, which is halfway between Toronto and uh, St. Catharines. And his goal was to steal license plates. Okay. Because keep it in mind, right now he's running. He he's running. You know everything back and forth oh, across yeah. the so border. Oh yeah. So he needs license plates and... to stay inconspicuous. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And that's where he found Leslie Mahaffey, and she was a 14 year old girl, and she'd missed her 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 curfew after attending. It says a friend's wake, but I don't understand that part of it. Because why would she be at a wake alone? Unless she went to the wake, you know, it's, you know, because maybe she met somebody there, you know, what went to this wake and everything and then didn't go with a bunch of people and went home alone. Yeah, maybe. You know, because I've gone to wakes alone. But still, would your parents lock you out of the friggin' house just because you missed your curfew? Of going oh, to the let's not get into that, but. Oh, okay. You, well, you know, maybe. I was locked out of the house for a different reason. Yeah, but, you so know. she's locked out of her house. And by the way, this part here was according to Wikipedia. So. Right. Maybe it's accurate. Maybe, maybe it's, it's not. not. Yeah, that's. So. So. Paul leaves his car and he approaches Leslie and told her that he wanted to break into the neighbor's house. And Leslie's unfazed. Okay. Okay. And so she looks at him and says, hey, you have any cigarettes? Paul leads her back to his car, blindfolds her, and drove her to Port Dalhousie. 
D-A-L-H-O-U-S-I-E. God, Canada, name things things that I can pronounce. There's places in America that I can't name. I Uh, can't pronounce. That's true. And there's places in America that Arnold Schwarzenegger can't pronounce. Um, I mean, I just keep thinking of Louisiana. There are so many places there I cannot pronounce. Creo. Yeah. So he calls up Carla, though, and okay. says, hey, I've got another victim. Oh. Oh, yes. So Paul and Carl, uh, Carla videotaped themselves torturing, torturing and sexually abusing Leslie while listening to music. Okay. And uh, I believe it was uh, Bob Marley. It was one of them that they were listening to, and I can't remember who else they were listening to, but I remember seeing Bob Marley on there. You know, what's playing out in my mind is a horrible episode of Criminal Minds right now. (laughs) Dead serious. It's like, oh, my gosh, when is it going to end? So at one point, Paul said to Leslie, you're doing a good job, a damn good job. To the rape victim. To the rape victim, yep. Oh, my goodness. And the next few hours are going to determine what I'm going to do to you. No. That's a quote from, and I believe I got the quote correct, from the tape. Wow, from the videotape. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Right now, you're scoring perfect. At another point of the tape uh, that was playing at Paul's trial, because these tapes were played at his trial. Okay. Fair enough, right? Fair enough. Le- Leslie was crying out in pain and begging him to stop. Um in the crown description of the scene, he was sodomizing her while her hands were bound with twine. Holy shit. So basically, she's getting butt raped. Yeah. Well, sodomy begging. can be either way. It's just forceful. Because I, I had to look up the definition once. I thought too. sodomy was all in Not necessarily. It's really? just forceful. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Okay. Um, so I think that this was Leslie's downfall right here. So later on. Leslie tells Paul that her blindfold was slipping, which signaled to him that she could identify her attackers. Oh, shit. If she lived. Paul claimed that Carla had given Leslie a lethal dose of Halcyon, and Carla claims that uh, Paul had strangled her. Okay. So So her downfall was basically saying, I can see you now. Pretty much. When she thought she was trying to be, you know, helpful to be like, you know, try to save her own life. Right. Yeah. So sad. So, they took 14-year-old Leslie's body to their basement. The same oh, place that uh, that okay. Carla's sister had died. Okay. And the following day, Carla's family had dinner at their home. And the next day, yeah, so the body's in, in the basement. Mom and dad are upstairs. Again. Again, and we're all having dinner together. Yeah. Not we're, but they're all yeah, having dinner like together. Nothing's happening. Yeah, because I didn't have anything to do with this no, shit. No, me neither. <laughs> I would not there. Um, so the following day, Paul and Car- Carla uh, decide the best way to dispose of Leslie's body was to dismember her and encase oh. each part in cement. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, each part put in cement, right? Um. So, Paul goes down, and he buys a dozen bags of cement at the hardware store, and get this, he had kept the receipts. Of course he did. And it was very damaging in his trial, and I'm glad that he did keep the receipt. Oh, no shit, yo. Because, hey, we found your victim encased in cement, and you have a receipt for like 12 bags of cement. Yeah, and they can actually trace the cement to the manufacturer. Specific manufacturers. To ba- yeah, to the bags and stuff, yeah. Yeah, mixture. Um. Carl had made several trips to Lake Gibson, which is about 11 miles south of that poor Dalhousie. Okay, yeah. 
whatever it is. Um, but at least one of the blocks was around 200 pounds. Holy it was shit. too heavy for them to get it out far enough to sink it. So they left it on the shore. So here comes a guy named Michael Duchette and his son, Michael Jr. They're okay. out on a fishing trip. You know, they're going to go fishing together, father and son. They found the blocks. Uh, and this was on June 29th of 1991. So they found all of them or just that one huge one? Just the one or two, whichever ones okay. they left on the shore. Okay. Because um, they encased them in some huge blocks, right? Right. The key to identifying Leslie was it says an oral appliance. It's her it's braces. I was going to say, was it her braces or a retainer or something? It's got to be her braces or a retainer yeah. or something like that. Because you're, yeah. you're 14, 15 years old. You're not wearing dentures. No, you are either um, got a retainer or you well, have braces. Well, unless you're playing free yeah. hockey. But, uh, that's, that's true, too. Story. But So, are you ready for the sickest part of the story? Okay. Oh, yes. Let's get into that. So, we'll get into uh, the total body count and everything. Holy well, let's just do that now. How about that? In total, there were three to four deaths that they could prove. Okay. 13 rapes at least. Okay. And six attempted rapes. Okay, so wait a minute here. Three or four body counts, you said? Yep, three or four okay, bodies. Okay, so that includes rape and everything. So no, that includes the murders. That's just the murders. Okay, so then in the 13 rapes, is that including the ones they killed or no? Um, No, that's just the okay. rapes. Just because I know some that some people do include that, so I was just trying to, in my own head. Right. And six attempted rapes. Wow. So here's the sickest part of the story. Boys and girls who don't know about these people, brace yourself. Carla Leanne Hamolka got a plea deal which dropped her conviction from murder to manslaughter. She only served 12 years for her crimes. Because she had rolled rolled over on Paul. Okay. Oh, go find out why here. Which happens. I mean, I've seen it happen in a lot of our... You know, right. research for couples. Well, what she told uh, everybody was that she was forced to partake in these rapes and these killings. And at the time, they, they hadn't discovered the videotapes. So they believed her. Yeah, She of could course. play this innocent girl. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, well, there's, there's more information on how she played this game. While I am disgusted by it, I'm kind of impressed. You know, sometimes I am, too, with certain things. It's like, you know, that's pretty freaking imaginative. Right. So they didn't discover the tapes until it was too late. She's already got her plea deal. She's good to go, right? Case closed. She's done with. Yeah. Well, today she's remarried and she walks free. free, And Paul is incarcerated at Millhaven Institute. He got life in prison without the possi- with, with the possibility of parole in 25 years. And in 1995, he was deemed a dangerous offender. So, from what I understand is, every time his parole hearing comes up, yeah, they pretty well say, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, see, and I was wondering how they deemed him a dangerous offender. Did he, like, offend, you know, in jail, too? Uh, you uh, know, no, it's you know... because of his psych evaluation. Oh, his psych evaluation. Okay, got it. Right. I understand now. So, why? Let's stop right here for a second. Yeah. This is why all of Canada was outraged. Okay. Because... Here is Carla, right? Yeah. She's just as sick as Paul. Yeah, just She's as guilty, if not more so. Up yeah. individual. And Carla, if you're listening to this, you are a fucked up individual. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, there's no, no empathy, nothing. You want to know why she let Paul rape her sister? No, but I tell me. I just remembered, because I don't think I put it in here. 
she wanted to give Paul her sister's virginity for Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas. That, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't get along very well with my brothers and sisters. But I would never, ever, ever. Nobody would. Let somebody do anything untoward. I mean, even fight with them. Right. No, nobody would. Yeah, no. I just, I can't even imagine. So, the name I gave you before, which is, what was it, Borales? Bor- yeah, Borium, something like that, Whatever the hell yeah. it was. That's her current married name. Okay. So. So, no anonymity there. Oh, no. We're, we're going to get into that, because I've okay. got a final thought on this, and then you and I will discuss it for a few minutes. Okay, yeah. This was my final thought that I wrote down after I finished doing this. And like I said, this is the short version of this. Um, the, we're going to list some books because there's been a few books yeah, that have been written been a, about this. Yeah. Um, and there's plenty of information on these two sick psychos. Um, and I encourage everybody to really dive in uh, yeah. and, and read about it. Well, and we'll have more information on the website, too, the blog entry for this episode. Because we try to put more in there than what we can really talk about because there's like too time consuming if we talked about it all right if I, if I include all yeah. the information that i found that's why this is just kind of a preamble to yeah you know, you we guys basically go out there just and... outline them for you so here's my final thought you ready i'm i'm ready let's do it carla played the psych evaluation like a fucking pro like a pro and this oh, is yeah this is where i'm a little bit impressed because they look at paul and they go oh yeah no he's the psycho he's nuts he's freaking he's crazy look at poor innocent carla though she must have been forced it, it's reasonable to suspect that she was afraid because at one point paul had beat her up she was found with bruises on her but did she let him and that's what i couldn't find out i know that she was removed from the house by a friend okay but uh, he had beat the ever loving shit out of her and she was bruised up. Because there but, are uh, some women who let them do that as oh, part yeah. of the sexual, you know, fantasies and stuff. So Right, right. That's a whole Yeah, I'm not saying it's okay, thing. but yeah, it is a fetish thing. That the guy gets off on doing the beating and the woman actually gets off on being beat. Right. So the only thing that I could find from the psyche valve, um, from what I understand, sorry, my nose keeps on itching, um, was that basically they just said, okay, well, she doesn't seem really remorseful about what happened. She lacks a little bit of empathy, but we kind of believe disassociating. Her. Yeah. That yeah. type of thing. That, that's the feeling that I got after reading the psyche evaluations. Okay. Um, and that's just me like paraphrasing because I can go into the psyche vowels letter by letter, but then we're going to have like a fucking 10 hour show. Right. No, I mean, yeah, because I mean, because I can see. Because disassociation is literally if you've been through a traumatic experience and you're going over it again, especially if you had some part in it and you kind of disassociate yourself. So it's not happening to you and you weren't involved. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you're like you're somebody viewing, else. Yes. Somebody else did it. You're, yeah. you're doing it as an as a viewer. Yeah, instead you're of a as participant. a viewer. As a, yeah, exactly. That's they say. And they do say a lot of abuse victims disassociate. They like separate themselves from what's going on. Right. And so, but that's what Carla did. So yeah. you got to really think, Dude. who's the most manipulative? Was it Paul? Well, Paul was pretty messed up. He's a rapist and he liked to yeah, but he kill. Keeps, he, doesn't, he doesn't hide that either. Uh, he, I'm pretty sure he tried to, but there's no way. You know, they, yeah. the psyche valve, you know, you're, you're, you're reading that over. Here. Oh, yeah. No, dude, you, you own it without owning it. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. No, Carla, I get what you're saying. Carla is just a, 
oh my god, I was forced to see him, and I was beat up by him, and I was scared. Bullshit. And here's how we found out. So, she got her plea deal, right? Oh, they yeah. They find those damn videotapes, and here she is as a very much active, willing participant, see? raping and basically killing her own goddamn sister. See, that's... See... I, I'm speechless, really, because I have no words for this right now. So you sit here, you tell everybody, oh, I'm innocent. He forced me to do this. I didn't want to participate. You know, basically, if I could have helped them, I would have. Oh, yeah. I wish I could have helped those poor innocent girls. Yeah. Type of bullshit. That's bullshit. My, my, did it say how long after her plea deal and everything was signed that they found these tapes? It was it like probably did, but I could I. Oh no, because I mean, I'm wondering, like, did it happen after she was already in jail? And you know what I mean? Uh, and it been there been, for yeah. a while. It could. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I, I read another uh, part of the article where after I think it was after her sister died or something. Oh no, after she gotten beaten up. Okay. That she was in a rush to get back into the house. Because she had to get the videotapes. Oh. Like, uh, but they didn't know that that's what she was after. She was after something that she had to get out of the basement. Oh. Was basically what it said. Okay. So I'm going to assume that, hey. Now I'm pretty gotta, sure it was the videotapes. We got to pop these videotapes because now cops are involved. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be an investigation. They're going to find these tapes and I am just as fucked as you are. Oh, totally. Yeah. So. Let's get to even sicker. You want to know what makes me the how can you? How can you get sicker than that, though? Oh, but wait. Remember Billy Mays? Yeah. Wait, wait, there's, wait more? there's more. But wait, there's more. Um, there's actually a Facebook page that follows Carla to this day. No so shit. I called my, my ex-wife, Kim, because she lives in Calgary. Okay. And as soon as, uh, as uh, so her and I were talking, and before I can even say the names, of, well, I'm actually doing research on uh, a couple from Canada that's a serial killer because she knows about the podcast. She's, oh, that's easy. You're talking about Paul Bernardo and and uh, and and Carla uh, Manolska or Homolka. Homolka. Keep on wanting to put an M there. I know you do, but don't do drugs. Um, and she goes, the whole country was outraged, and wow. we still are to this day. And she gets no peace. People track her. Good. And you good. Know, and every time she sells in a place, she gets ran out. You know what I say? Good. Good. You deserve it. Yeah. You should not. No. I mean, and this is what gets me is, I mean, because we covered somebody last week. Remember uh, Mary Bell? Oh, Mary Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Who was ended up being charged with manslaughter and everything. And then she gets out and England gives her protective custody. Right. Nobody knows who or where she is now. I am so glad they have done this with her because you know what, bitch? You've, you were just as guilty as he was. You oh, should have the same amount of time, if not more. Yeah, you, you weren't forced into doing you this there, sweet cheeks. Yeah, listen up here, sugar tits. <laughs> you weren't forced into doing nothing. You enjoyed it. And what's sicker is you enjoyed actually raping your own fucking sister. sister. Yeah, your own so flesh and blood. That, you know what? No matter how much you don't get along with your siblings, you are to protect them. Well, exactly. Well, you know, a good example is me and my brother. Yeah. Phil. I don't like Phil, and Phil doesn't like me. You know, although when we met at my son's graduation, we got along. We talked for like two seconds. It was nothing. Okay, well, uh, you know, that's two seconds better than normal. Right, and we weren't fighting, but that's only because our mom said, "Look, you boys don't cause a scene in the restaurant and kill each other." So okay, we got along. But uh, to this day, if somebody was trying to harm Phil, 
Yeah. And he called me and said, Scotty, I need you here now. This is what's going down. Dude, I'd be there. Why? He's my brother. Yeah. At the end of the day, he's my damn brother. Well, exactly. And I have an older brother that, and, and, you know, just within the last couple of years, we had a kind of a falling out. And even though we didn't end it, I mean, the last words we said to each other weren't very nice ones. If to this day, if anything happened and he needed something, he knows that I'd come and help him. I, I'd drop everything. Well, I'm about ready to drop a bomb on you. Oh, God, For no. something that's even sicker than I the can't crimes. E- I you know what? I just don't know if we can. So, according to the page that I, that, that I found on Facebook, and it says, following Carla uh, Homolska. I put an H in there that time. Homolka. Kind of, yeah, okay. You whatever. put an S, too, but that's all I'm right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to say that she disgusts me so much yeah. that uh, I want to get her name out of it. But anyway. <laughs> that bitch from Canada. That's right. On May 30th. Of this year? I believe it was this year. Yeah, it could have been last year. Um, Carl was settled once again in Montreal. Okay. And there's videos of her volunteering at an elementary school as well. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. My question is, can she really be trusted around kids? My question is, is doesn't she need to be registered as a sex offender? You would think. Because even know? if but she, she just got, got the manslaughter. Man, I know, but still, it was again, you know, there was rape involved in the crime. Right. You know, um, so I just, I don't know, man. Sorry, the laptop just kind of froze. Oh, no, the battery said that it was oh. dying and there's no reason for it. Anywho, we'll figure that out here because we're almost Did done with this. Did your power strip get shut off on accident? That's what I thought. But anyway, so like I said, I don't think she'd be, maybe she changed her life and maybe not. Okay, no, I don't, I don't buy it. This is one I do not buy. Um, you know, so she's allowed to walk free. She's volunteering with kids. No. Like I said, I wouldn't trust her around kids. No. Uh, she should have her parental card revoked, too. She should never be able to have children. Right. I agree. And bear with me because our intern's trying to fix no, the problem. No, I'm bearing with you. <laughs> I know we're trying to talk around. We're trying to pretend like, you know, but like, no. Like he's not doing actual work. And now, he, she's the mother of three. So she marries this guy, right? So she's got kids of her own. Yeah, she's got kids of her own. And, you know, on the exterior, here's this mother of three just volunteering with kids. I, what I believe, and this is in my heart of hearts, is in her lays a freaking monster. You know what gets me, though, is who would marry that? He's got to know what she did. Oh, 100%. It's not like like a secret. It was out in the media, you know? It's totally not. I think in there lays some kind of a monster. And maybe he he has that sick thing, too, that he can fix her. Maybe. You know, because there are some people that believe that. Yeah. It could be. I just just do not believe she should have children. I do not believe she should. And I'm glad that there are people that are following her and wanting to know where the hell she is. Oh, yeah. No, every move that she makes. If she doesn't have to be registered as a sex offender, by golly, register register her yourself. Follow her. Right. Because keep in mind, she didn't get a sex offense. No. She just got manslaughter, which is essentially if I go out and hit somebody with my car by accident. Yeah, exactly. And they can prove some sort of negligence to it, then I'm just going to get manslaughter. Yeah. Thank you to our intern for fixing the computer problem. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um. We can't, so just hang tight, bud. Um, that was our term, boys and girls. But yeah, um, like I said, I, I think inside the, that, that hey, I, I, I'm just trying to rehabilitate myself, no. and I'm going to be a mother, and I'm going to volunteer with kids. You're a monster. Carla, you're a fucking monster. And you know what? I put you actually right up there 
right up there with my toy box killer. Dude, and that's saying a lot because he cannot stand that, man. I wish that David Parker Ray was alive because I want to sodomize him myself with a hot poker in his ass. Yes. No, and I mean, and this is what gets me. And it, I just, because manslaughter, I've known some people accused of it. I know manslaughter is, it, it is. It's like there was, you know. There was an accident, but there was negligence. Exactly. In exactly. It's like, you know, I didn't mean to kill you, but I did, you know. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm sick and I'm appalled. I'm so right. sick and appalled. Well, uh, here's the difference. I run somebody over with my truck. Okay. Now yeah. somebody jumps in front of my truck and there's no way to stop. That's an a, accident. That's an accident. And they're going, Hey, yeah, the dude died, but he jumped in front of your fucking truck. If I'm texting. Yes. Or if I'm screwing around with something, I'm not paying attention. Exactly. And they can prove that. And I hit. Right. I hit, that's vehicular that's manslaughter. Man, yes. That's vehicular manslaughter. Yes, exactly. Because there's, there's negligence involved. Yes. And she basically got no worse than, yeah. hey, I just made a small mistake. I wasn't paying attention. No, you were paying attention. You were paying close Oh, yeah. You attention. were paying so much attention. You knew how to play the damn game. I Like I said, while I say that, I am impressed with. Her being able to fool the psyche. Yeah, now. she played the damn. She played the system. Right. She if, played the fucking system. If, if you read how most psychologists do psyche valves. Yeah, it's a twenty point system that's based, and it's like it's not like you know you answer this question, it's this. They take your cumulative answers because I looked this up. I tried to get a copy of this test, and you can't Correct. get it anywhere. Um, but they ask these like there's twenty points based on it or whatever. And they ask these series of questions, and you can answer this one this way, and this one this way, and they could be very similar questions, but right. people don't realize that. There's if actually like a couple of different crazy. tests that they do, and uh, yeah. some of the more extensive ones reword the question, but you won't know that it's reworded. Yeah, exactly. Because these are people that this is what they fucking do, and you might answer it like, uh, I like purple flowers but it's going to ask you that same question yeah and you're going to turn around i hate purple flowers yeah and then i mean she knew how to play the game yeah and the scoring base is up to 40 points and and when i when i heard this i wanted a copy of this these tests because i wanted to do it she scored five okay out of 40 lowest you can score i mean the slower the score the better ted bundy scored a 39 and he was the highest one they've seen yet Oh, Ted owned his shit. Ted owned his shit, yeah. though, man. But for her to score a five, she five I, out I'd of like 40. to know how she fucking did it. I want to know. So, Carla, I'm going to give that to you. I'm going to give you props on that. I yeah. really am. Email me. Let me know how you did that. Yeah, because that is actually quite amazing yeah. because you only scored five. But you know what? You're still a bitch. No, totally. Yeah, you. Yeah, no. I because just can't do it. We actually, when, when I have I, no nothing. When I was in college, we actually had to review that test. Oh, really? Yeah, because for those of you that don't know, and I'm not an expert on serial killers. No, but I mean, um, I do have a degree in psychology. I got a bachelor's degree in psychology, but you know. But it's, I mean, that was not. The, I mean, it's not like you went on to pursue that as a no. Career, I'm actually, so. I'm, a, I'm an entertainer. That's yeah, all I am. exactly. I actually use it uh, in my music business, but um, you know, uh, we reviewed that test. And one thing I'm good at is picking up on patterns. It's just yes, how my brain works. You, yeah. So that's how I figured out that, okay, these are kind of, they're all very similar, mm-hmm. but they're asked differently. Yeah. And it's to trip you up, especially you're in trouble. 
Mm-hmm. So you're in a high-stress, high-pressure environment oh, yeah. already. Mm-hmm. So what happens to your mind when you're high-stress or high-pressure? Well, there's a thing called the lizard brain. Right. And that is the very primal parts of your brain. Right. You're at fight or flight right now, though. Yes. So you're high pressure. You're Now they're going to give you this test. She kept a calm enough and cool enough and thought this all through, takes this test, and scores a five. You know what that tells out of me? 40. She's the ultimate sociopath. And she's not stupid. Okay, no. Carla, by the way, even though I've been making fun of you and calling you all kinds of horrible names, sweetheart, you are. I'm you're a genius. You're a genius. Yeah. Good job, sugar tits. You are a fucking genius. And no, that to me says ultimate sociopath. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And that also tells me that she can stay that calm under those pressure conditions. She really didn't give two craps. No, she didn't give two fucks about anything. About her sister. Which. About Leslie. About the other ones that they killed. You know what also tells me? Hmm. It also tells me that I don't believe that he beat her without her wanting it or you know what I mean could be because I believe you know I believe maybe she didn't want it to a certain extent I'm kind of 50 50 on that though but because you got to think of the the um the dynamic that's going on there they're both involved in this so it could also cause a very stressful environment it could it could and Paul's got that history of beating up women yeah, and he's the alpha, which means she would be the beta. She would be the submissive in this group. Usually, but if she's actively raping and enjoying yeah. it, that really doesn't make her... A submissive. Uh, yeah, that's where I had a problem with it. Like, seriously, tearing it apart in my head. Yeah, because I'm, um, I'm like, really, it's not falling into the same patterns that we're used to right now. Like, it would be a little bit different... And I, I want to get a hold of the tapes. I'm not sure if they're public domain or not. Um, they might be. Yeah, and that's what we have to have our researchers look at. Well, and you know, it's know, really but... weird. It's because it's a different country. It might not be. That's right. the only thing I'm. Thinking. I might. I might have to fly to Montreal. I don't know. Yeah. But um, or Toronto rather. It's, I, I I don't even know if that's close to Montreal. Honestly, I've never been to that. I've part never of been to that place. I've either. been to like BC and I've been to Alberta. I've never but been there. Anywho, <laughs> um, it, would, it it's one thing. If we can see a pattern of where Paul is going, okay, this is what you need to do. Like, you need to do this to this victim. Right. You know, and I'm saying same victim to cover them all. Or you need to do that. And her actively going, hold on, let me do this. Yeah. There's, hey, wait, this sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a big difference. Or even just sitting there and enjoying the view. Yeah. Because I know that if I was watching that happen, because I have a hard time with, with torture. Yeah. Um, that's why I can't watch, like, I, we talked before that we're huge more horror movie fans, but I can't watch things with torture like Hostel. Yeah, I've um, never seen the Hostels You either. don't want to. It just rooted me out. Um, but so I know that for me, if I was forced into doing it, to, to, to viewing. So I'm going to put myself in Carla's spot, but as a guy, if, if I'm forced to watch it, it's going to be obvious that I'm not enjoying it. Exactly. You know, I'm going to turn away a lot and things like that. So if, if she's like looking at it like I'm looking at you right now, like straight on. Yeah. You can go, oh, dude, and you enjoyed obviously that. having some like desire in her voice too, you right. know, because if she wasn't enjoying it, there would be no desire there. You know what I mean? You could tell in her voice that she was not enjoying it. Right. Exactly. So. So there's, there's a lot more to still 
review on this one. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm finding that a lot that as we're going through, we'll review it. It's like we'll come across something that we just can't put our hands on or get a hold of. So it's like we're like, oh, we need to do this. And then we'll revisit this one. Right. You know, so. And just for our listeners to let you guys know that we will we we will be revisiting some of the ones with updates. Yes, we will. And things like that, because our researchers only have so much time. And this is a show. Exactly. The show must go on. Yeah. So. This is as much information as they could dig up. And we're talking after a ton of research. This isn't yeah. like a five-minute like, hey, no. I found this. Um, so, yeah, we're going to revisit this later. So, what are your other thoughts on this before we wrap this one I up? I just – actually, I, like I said, I'm speechless when it's coming to this one because I just cannot fathom the thought process. And that was me. It wasn't just the raping – well, okay. When I, when I saw that she had gone – from her work, from the veterinary clinic, mm-hmm. she gets a, a heavy-duty um, anesthetic. Yeah, she starts with the volume, and it's like, oh, let's do this. Right. And then that didn't work, so holy shit, I got to step up my... We got to find something better, so let me take this. Right. And, so she's taking this for him. Right, because in my head, in my head, let's say that she's entertaining the thought, okay? They haven't raped her yet. They haven't raped Tammy yet or anything like that. Um. And she goes, oh, hey, I got some volume that I got from, you know, Yeah, the vet that'll clinic. knock her out. That'll knock her out. So now you're watching your fiancé rape your sister. And you're videotaping it. And you're videotaping it. Mm-hmm. That could easily become like, oh, God, no, this is way worse than I thought. Because, like, there's things that play out in my head yeah. that are a great idea, not necessarily raping. But no, but, I mean, we all have work, those. That don't work in real life. Yeah, I mean, in our head, that it sounds like a perfect plan, but we start, it's like, oh, this isn't working. Yeah, and we're not talking, like, the same night or anything she ran back to the vet clinic and go, hey, no. I've got, uh, you know, halothane. See, and what it made it seem like, I mean, because that whole thing, the whole scenario you presented there is like, okay, they gave her Valium to knock her out. Okay, then she started to come too. They wanted to rape her without her knowing about it, so oh, that she could wake up and didn't know what the fuck happened. Exactly, and had no, you know, because that way it's like, you know, their little dirty little secret. Exactly. You know? So they plan it out even better. Exactly. They get a harsher drug that ends up killing her because she chokes to death in her right. vomit. And keep in mind, her parents, Carla and Tammy's parents, are sleeping upstairs. upstairs. Upstairs, they're not at their house. They're not in yeah. an RV. They're not at a fucking hotel. They're in their house, and they've got their daughter, yeah. her sister, in their basement, torturing her, raping her. Yeah, I and just, then she dies. I can't do it. I can't even imagine. So, and then so, how does she look her parents in the eye after that? Seriously, exactly. How do you look your parents in the eye after that? That's that was my thought. That's what too. I'd like to know. It's. It's disgusting. It is. It is. Uh, it's it's absolutely disgusting to me. And how, I mean, I couldn't even imagine being her parents. No. I no. mean, I couldn't imagine disowning my child, but I would disown her. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I. It's just freaking amazing. Yeah. So, we're going to wrap this one here yeah, up. That, that was, yeah. Hopefully in the uh, the weeks to come, we're going to get you guys a little bit more information. That's kind of a Yeah, we'll keep digging. Update. We'll have our researchers keep digging. Keep on a digging. So, this has been Brutal Nation Copyright 2021 by Twisted Blue LLC and Twisted Blue Productions. My name is Scott Alexander, like we said before. 
And right across from me is Tammy Underwood. You can also, please, by all means, especially if you're one of our Canadian listeners, because we have that market yeah, now. Yeah, we do. Send us an email on this, because we would like to know your personal take on this. We do. We actually, I want to hear what, you know, because we have our own here that we oh, have yeah. certain thoughts about. Yeah. I would love to hear what, you know, Canadian residents say about this. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, or anybody else. We're not we're not saying, hey, if you're not Canadian, no. don't send us an email. No, but, but uh, our email address is brutalnation.cast at gmail.com. Or you can go on to the Twisted Blue website at www.twistedbluellc.com. And, and that's the production company's uh, main website. Right. And if you send an email to them... Uh, or click on the Brutal or, Nation tab and yeah. fill out a comment or anything. You know, you can contact us that way as well. Yeah, uh, we, we're more than happy to yes. uh, to discuss it with you and maybe even get you on the show because I would like to have some yeah, guests. Yeah, me too. That, you know, because we don't live in Canada. We don't. We you don't. know, I would like to know what you guys are thinking about that. So I went on another rampage after the uh, copyright thing. So let's do that again, right? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> hey, at least we get some laughs towards the end. That's right. right. This has been a Twisted Blue production. Copyright 2021 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights reserved. Talk to you guys later. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.